Welcome back to Check Your Mic Podcast. Today we have joining us Queenie and also Cody. Um, not my bag, aka. Um, so Queenie, this is your first time here. Um, this is my first time. This is the second. You've recorded with us um, before. Yeah, with um hydrogen, unless we weren't recording. No, we weren't recording. Oh, that was just a meeting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Uh, where are you from? I'm an age. I'm not jailbait. Well, there you go. We know that she, well, in America, she is older than 18. Perfect. Um, I'm from, I'm from Minnesota, but I live in New York. New York. Very cool. What's it? So how long did you, did you live in Minnesota for? Um, that would actually give away my age all of my life. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, more than 15, more than 18 years. How about that? There you go. Um, okay. So this is a question for both, for everyone. So do you prefer no hot sauce, mild, medium, or hot on Stuff that you use hot sauce with, I guess, or sauce. Mm-hmm. I I prefer mild. Um, I used to be a no hot sauce, but then it wasn't like enough for me, and so now I use a lot of mild sauce with when I eat burritos and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually haven't. When I went to the store to get some hot sauce, their hot sauce isn't really hot, so I had to end up getting sriracha. Oh. Yeah, the type of hot, like, when I make my eggs, I put paprika, uh, chili powder, chili, uh, yeah, chili pe- powder. I put hot sauce in my eggs when I when I'm whisking. Well, I've never had so any lovely. type of heat with my Black eggs. Pepper. Like when you when you know you're like mixing ingredients mm-hmm. and you're seasoning the eggs. I don't know if you season your eggs. I don't know, um, not personally anyway. But like when I make my eggs, I, I prefer scrambled. Gotcha. Best. But when I'm making my eggs, I put black pepper, lemon pepper, uh, salt, paprika chili powder and sriracha and then i whisk it nice and uh dustin or not dustin dustin's not here that's something dustin is dead to us sonic is dead to us Cody. cody 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 Do you prefer no sauce, mild sauce, medium, or hot? Oh, uh, oh god. It's gotta be hot, but not, like, terribly hot, but, like, you know, I guess medium. Medium? Nice. Yeah, medium safe. That's a safe answer. Okay. I don't know. Why not not hot? Like, why not terribly hot, actually? (laughs) it hurts i don't know it's pain. <laughs> it doesn't feel good <laughs> I, mean, I like to rub never... my eyes a lot and scratch my balls no. and i don't have to be worried about like <laughs> oh man i can't scratch here or... 
Yeah, that was when I was eating some habaneros. That was the downside. I accidentally rubbed my eyes. Oh um, no. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend and I. Well, my fiance. My fiance at the time. We had to uh, go to the hospital. Dang. Y'all are crazy. I've had habaneros twice, and that was because I was trying to prove a point. But I mean. He also tried that, and then he ended up scratching his balls. Oh no! Did so it we hurt? were, I we both had to go to the hospital. Oh my freaking word! You poor things. Um, I mean, like, I mean, I was pretty much not really blind, but I may as well have been. I could <laughs> not open my eyes. Jeez, I Thankfully, remember he was the driver. The two times I ever. It habanero. The first time was fine, like nothing. It was like nothing. I was like, "Wow, that was really like." I'm actually upset that it wasn't hot. And then the second time I had it, it was terrible. So I, mean, I think it was just the amount of seeds that were in them. That too, and it's freshness. Freshness. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Enough for introductions. Let's move on to our questions. So, first question of today is, how did you first get introduced to anime? And I will answer that, um, and then I'll allow you guys to kind of think of your answers as I go along. But I was first introduced to anime through probably cartoons. Um, just in general, I watched like Cartoon Network. And then um, Toonami was on TV. I don't know if you guys ever watched Toonami, but Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Um, it had Naruto on there. Um, my brother was the big anime guy, um, my older brother. And uh, we would just, he was watching TV and we would, my whole, I have like four four sisters and one brother and we were all just in there watching TV and that was on and he was watching it and so he watched it and i was like this is really legit this is really cool these are like cooler more like cartoons for older people i thought that's what i thought it was i didn't i had at the time i had no idea that it was anime um but that was kind of my first introduction to anime and that's when i realized that i really really enjoyed anime i I can't say I really ever enjoyed, like, real people shows as much as I enjoyed um, animated stuff. Um, not to say that I don't like um, IRL shows, but I do prefer anime over IRL. So, yeah, just watching with my brothers and sisters on Toonami. Cartoons is where it started, and then I found better cartoons that were anime. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, well, when I got into anime, I was already into manga. Mm -hmm. Um, I flew through those. Oh, wow. Like, uh, like, um, what's it, like, chain smokers fly through cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually didn't get into anime until I got into college, temp while I was at least in college temporarily. And I had asked people, I was asking around, like, what's a good anime to start out with? Mm -hmm. um and an acquaintance was like boku no pico i was like okay um what is that and your mind was blown at the quality of content that you watched 
don't i'm just saying do not watch it uh oh, okay I, I, I did have i do have the thing at least finishing the episode um boku no pico is just ovas so they're just oh um, i thought you said boku no pito i was like i haven't yeah. heard of that one boku no pico oh, okay um, but how do you yeah. spell that boku b-o-k-u no pico so the word no and then pico p-i-k-o it's okay, a shot watch it now it's a shotacon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's essentially uh, what's the word? Actually, you know what? I don't even think I can say that. Yeah, let's um, let's keep it as family friendly as possible. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a shotacon. If you know what a shotacon is, you know what a shotacon is. Gotcha. Um. um but yeah, I at least finished out the episode, but that that was dropped immediately. Jeez, what a terrible first intro. Yes, like you know what? I know I realize it's um it's mainstream, but I'm gonna just start with Naruto. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I honestly probably should have just started out with it to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you like that? Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough to rewatch it quite a few times. Wow. Did you watch all the way through Boruto? Boruto doesn't exist. It's not even canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I couldn't even finish Shippuden, so. I think I watched, like, the first... I watched the intro music, and then, like, five, ten minutes. I was like, ah, uh, no. Yeah, I got my... I got time to spend doing other things. Yeah, at that point, I would honestly rather watch all of One Piece. Oh, boy. Boruto. That bad, huh? Yeah. Jeez. I can't do 300 episode animes. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about on the last one how I how I preferred shorter anime just because it's easier to digest digest for me. Um, just too much. Uh, what's the word? Commitment for longer ones. Mm. Unless I'm watching them with someone, then it's different. But if I'm watching them by myself, then I just want to watch them and then get them get through it but i can't do that with longer ones yeah yeah what about you uh cody what was your first introduction to anime i mean i watched toonami um but i think i used to stay up late playing pokemon mm -hmm. and uh, adult swim would come on and i'd watch like uh they had outlaw star there at the time and then um, oh, I, I remember them having inuyasha i love that and Inuyasha and Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho was bomb, dude. I love oh, that. Yeah. You know, it, it actually kind of holds up. Yu Yu Hakusho was Adult Swim? Yeah. Was really? it really? Yeah. Oh, dang. And I was watching oh. stuff on Adult Swim. Don't tell my parents. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't seem like it was. It. I mean, he says he cusses. Gotcha. Yu Yu has cuss words. Okay. Now that I think of it, I think Naruto possibly could have been on Adult Swim too. Yeah. I don't remember. So, um, let's go into the second question. Yeah, actually, you know what? I don't know if you've ever, if y'all have ever heard of it. I know some of my friends they don't want to, they don't watch it. They, they don't. Um, 
they don't recognize it as anime because it's not Japanese. Um, Kwanji Gaoshu. It's a good anime. It's just, it's Chinese. Um, oh. It's, it's English name is The King's Avatar. I have not heard uh, of that. It's an anime that got a few of my friends into MMOs. Because it's an, essentially, it's just an MMO, but. Gotcha. Hack. Anime. Dot hack? Heard of that? <laughs> the original Sword Art? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sword art before sword art. We uh, we actually have the we actually have one of the games, so for the PS4. It might be I. Let's see, it's really Actually, no. Sword art um released before it. Did it really? Yeah, by a whole uh, five years. No way. The original dot hack. Oh, dot hack. Never mind. I'm thinking. I thought she'll. No, no, no. Not that. Not that. Okay. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I remember it being like a decade before. <laughs> I was like, wow, that they must just have really bad animation, I guess, because it looks really old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. I, you know what? Wikipedia is not giving me. Uh... Oh, it says. 2005? Uh, dot hack? I thought it was 2002? I'm not really sure. I th It might be... It launched in 2002. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Are we ready for the second question? Yeah. Cool. So, how were you first introduced to Magic the Gathering? So, me personally... I was introduced to Magic the Gathering. Um, I played Yu-Gi-Oh! growing up, right? Um, mm -hmm. Didn't like Pokemon, because I didn't really try it. And I thought it was just too popular. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! I was like, I watched the show on on uh, Toonami, Cartoon Network, whatever it was on. Um, and then uh, found out that you could actually play the card game. And I was like, this is super cool. I played the card game. Um, started doing tournaments at my local game shop and I went in to buy cards and there were some people playing Magic the Gathering on one, at one of the tables and I walked over there and asked if I could watch because I was like, well, I haven't given this a chance. I wonder what, what it's like. And it seemed pretty interesting. It seemed really complicated. I was probably 16 at the time and um, I was like looking for some at this point Yu-Gi-Oh was I was looking for some more uh complicated strategy um and Yu-Gi-Oh just wasn't doing it for me and I asked them if they had any cards that they could give me that they didn't want like I didn't care what they gave me like if they could just give me anything just to start with and so they gave me a few cards and the shop owner came over and he was like hey, we have these beginner decks that you can choose from for free if you want to start playing. And I was like, heck yeah. And so they got gave me a deck, and I ended up learning right then and there. Sat there for a good hour and a half learning how to play Magic the Gathering, and it was actually a lot of fun. It was, a lo it was really hard. At first, I was, like, really stressed because I was like, this is a lot to take in all at once. But the more that I played it, the it, it just... 
it got easier. I mean, just like most things um, that you do. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. Um, but, yeah, it was really cool to see little interactions, how things worked together. And, together and uh, yeah, that was my first introduction to Magic the Gathering. So. Okay, so kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh sort of led you to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I came across Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon first. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! just seemed boring. Or not boring. Pokemon seemed boring. Yu-Gi-Oh! Right. was just like, uh, I don't understand what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got into magic in the ninth grade. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that doesn't... Uh, in... 2010. That doesn't really give away my age because I could just seem old. <laughs> but I started in set uh, in Commander set 2010. Um, and my first two decks were Pop Tart decks, so I paid with them with a box of Pop Tarts. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, someone who was playing Magic for a while before me, I essentially paid for him to make me two decks using Pop-Tarts. Because we're in high school. What uh -huh. high school Food. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So you're like, here's some Pop-Tarts, make me, make me Magic card decks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, and, I mean, because they were Pop-Tart decks, they were god-awful. <laughs> um, one was Big Stompy Creature, uh green red and then the other was mono blue really bad control um because of my interactions with those two particular decks i hated the colors um <laughs> and so like later in life when i had a job and could buy good cards like oh wait this, these these colors aren't all that bad mm -hmm. but That's yeah funny. um i didn't i played mostly during like lunch they had like their club but i didn't have transportation so i couldn't stay after and then when i graduated from high school actually i switched high schools and so it's just like oh i don't have anyone to play magic with mm -hmm. so i just put them away in my closet back home um yeah and then i transferred high schools was there then didn't realize because i joined their anime club like super late in the year and there's there's other magic players. What? I play, <laughs> magic, play magic with people. I mean, I still have the decks. I didn't take them apart, mm -hmm. uh, but they were still awful compared to the decks I was playing against. Right. Um. Then I worked for. I was a super senior for like three months. Then worked for a little bit, and then the next year I finally got to, or the at least the next semester I finally got to start school. And when I got there, I was just like, I'm just going to go to class, do my work, finish so that I can graduate on time, and hmm. not talk to anybody. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Don't touch me. I'm sterile. <laughs> and then I came across the game, their game room. I was like, oh my gosh. They have TVs. People bring their consoles. People bring their whole computer and just plug it into a TV. That's crazy. That's where I had met my ex-fiance, and then 
my group of gaming buddies that we made our <laughs> and then realized they played magic and i had a reason to get back into magic well, there you go and then yeah uh, when i had started back up i started with zombies because i was still mad at red green and blue <laughs> um and then i was like i want to get a way to give my zombies flying and they're like you can in blue it's like hmm, hmm. <laughs> I, had actually, I had actually came across the card wonder and i was like i have to dip into blue if i want to get wonder and that made my zombies better because there's more stuff to do yeah You're not just having monocolors the other thing, black didn't really deal with enchantments. Yeah. Um, and then I gotten. Then there was someone that came. He was just visiting, and he introduced me to stacks. And I went to, because I realized that uh, zombies are expensive, so I <laughs> went to enchantments. Real well before I got to enchantments, I moved to artifacts, and was like, this was a bad idea, because artifacts are expensive. And then yep. when he introduced me to stacks, I was like, oh, not still terrible idea because enchantments are expensive. Yeah. Like, I'm just getting more and more expensive. What is <laughs> Yeah. And then, yeah. And then by the time when I decided I wanted to move to New York, like I still play magic on Cockatrice, but by that time I had over 50,000 cards that I sadly could not bring with me. So I had to sell everything. Dang. Very sad times. Hopefully, eventually, when I can afford it, I can start rebuilding my collection. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what about you, uh, Cody? What? How are you? Are you said? Did you already say yours? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. No, I uh, I started. I started with Pokemon. Uh, me and my cousin got Pokemon cards. We thought, this is pretty fun. Um, but, like, years later, I guess, uh, I got bored. I had was living at my mom's house with my little brother. I was, like, 19. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't know, I just, something was, like, they had those, like, dual decks at the time where you could get, like, the kind of, the, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. You'd buy, like, a dual deck that had two decks in it. Right. It kind of made yeah. it to, like, oh, fight each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. And, mm -hmm. like, be yeah, sort of even. Yeah. So uh, I I bought I bought that, and then uh, I was like, you know, me and my little brother just started playing with that. We at first had basically butchered the rules. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> we weren't even playing Magic, but we were doing the same things. You know, we had the same rules, so it, it worked out. But, yeah. Um, kind of as we got more into it, um, I don't know, I just kept running into people that, that played Magic, and we just slowly over time became better and better at it, and then... You know, once we discovered you could buy singles, came like a big thing. We mm -hmm. he spent like, I think he spent like eight hundred dollars once. Jeez. Like two, two months of his pay on like some singles for this deck that was like pretty okay. It was a commander deck, and at the time we hadn't commander hadn't super established itself. Like mm -hmm. it was kind of maybe like, so he would just play his commander deck against our. You know, like I had a modern deck, and you know we just like he would just show up with the commander deck and play commander while we played modern <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know it was definitely like a cool like interesting thing to do still yeah, like it. 
also like yeah with the singles before like i got into doing singles i did packs and then realized that it's probably cheaper especially because i played a lot of commander at least my group plays a lot of commander and just like it's honestly if you know what you want in your deck cheaper to just get singles yeah well depends <laughs> i mean unless you're omniscient and know that you're gonna get what you want <laughs> well, it it's, it's depends on your creative process i think mine is like i get a box i open the box and i kind of go through it sort everything and then if anything kind of like strikes my fancy mm. i think like okay what can i do with this commander or you know whatever and then if i need a single that's just perfect for it you know like i think i recently mm. bought conjurer's closet because like i just i needed it for mm -hmm. one of the decks so i but i definitely don't like like, I don't just, like, Google uh, a deck online and then buy all the singles, but I do go through my collection, find stuff, and then Conjure's I know there's Closet singles out there. It's the uh, artifact version of Venture Sojourner, right? Well, it is plus two. You exile um, a creature. You exile and it right. returns. Yeah. So you exile Sojourner. on end step, I think. Yeah, so Sojourner, he exiles it, and then it comes back on end step, and then Conjure's Closet, you exile it on end step, and yeah. For, I was doing it on Carter's Doom Scourge, so no one could ever attack me. Well, there you go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all ready to open some Magic the Gathering packs? Yeah. Make make yourself some money. <laughs> so, I have a couple jump start here. Um, Queenie requested that I open an Ikoria and Cody requested that I open a Commander Legends. So I'll open a uh, jumpstart for me first. It is um, Doctor. That's what it says on the front of it, on the front card. Oh, God. Don't know what that means, but... That's what the card says, or is that what the plastic says? Oh no no! The, so the have you uh, done any research with the uh, jumpstart? Uh no. Okay, so if you look, I'm sure my camera's on. Mm -hmm. So the card itself says doctor. So right. like I'm gonna kind of hide, cause the way that these show themselves, like the way that they, the card itself, like oh, it's okay. a card. That says Doctor. Yeah, I don't really... I probably should look at spoilers. I don't really look at the spoilers. Um, oh, you my gosh. We're not We're looking back. at spoilers. Back. I, I don't really... Like, like, I look at what cards... Like, I'll look up what, like... A card ability and see if there's cards that fit that ability there we go are you good yep i had to okay. fix it okay so we have secure the scene i'm not gonna go through the i'm just gonna say what the comments are i'm not really gonna read into them too much revitalize anointed chorister swift response Angel of Mercy, 
Moment of Heroism, Thriving Heath, Bossery's uh, Acolyte, uh, Bunch's Plains, Uh, we have for our uncommon slots Griffin Airy, Irie. I'm not sure how to say that. Light of Promise, Bright Mare, Stonehaven Pilgrim, and for our rare we have Speaker of the Heavens. Let's see if I can oh, get he's it. Such, he's a good cleric. So my cleric stuck. Ooh. Well, he's probably not that good, but. He's a cleric. That one cost, is... one one. Human cleric, vigilance, lifelink. You can tap him to create a 4 4 white angel uh, creature token with flying. You can only activate that ability if you have at least 7 uh, life more than your starting life total, and only anytime you could cast a sorcery. So. He's okay in my. <sighs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's, okay. he's good in my cleric deck, but my cleric deck is jank, so I mean. <laughs> All right, now we can open the Ikoria for Queenie. You gotta get your camera going, buddy. My camera? Oh, it might be turned off for me. Hold on, I fixed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, my camera should be going. So, Ikoria Commons. We have one or of one mind. Lava Serpent. Maned Serval, Glimmer Bell, Survivor's Bond, Unlikely Aid, Crustacean, Fire Prophecy, Savai Sabretooth, Migratory Greathorn, and for our uncommons we have Void Beckoner, Will of the All Hunter, Savai Crystal, and for our rare, we have a full art Sea Dasher Octopus. Oh! That looks nice. freaking cool. Yeah. I like the full art from the set. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, it's a one blue-blue uh, creature octopus. It's 2-2. Two -two. It has mutate for one colors and a blue. Flash. Whenever this creature deals common damage to a player, draw a card. And I will put that in a sleeve. And also this other guy in a sleeve, just because they're rares. Um, I will get to another Jumpstart and the Commander Legends pack. Um further in but what was the first video game you remember playing for me first game video game i remember playing was crash bandicoot 3 warped on the playstation 1 that was probably the first mat or first video game like on a console that i remember playing and i loved it so it's probably my favorite ps1 game that i ever played um 
and then I ended up playing the rest of the, like, Crash Bandicoot 2, um, Tag Team Racing on the PlayStation 2, uh, there was another one, I forget what it's called, I played it, um, I love the Crash Bandicoot series, I, it was a blast back then, so. Um, well, trying to think, I don't know which one actually, oh, you know what? I remember our first console actually was the original NES. Um, I loved Duck Hunt. Uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Like a uh, uh, like a Who Done It type game. Gotcha. Um, Dig Dug was my <laughs> oh my gosh, I love Dig Dug. That actually might have. I feel like Mario was probably the first game that I played because that was our first console ever and then we got a GameCube and I just played the crap out of Smash. Smash was fun. I loved mm -hmm. I loved uh, Brawl on the Wii. Mm -hmm. um, probably my favorite Wii game that I ever played. Yeah, personally. But, yeah, like favorite game for our, our, our NES was the... Um, was Dig Dug, and then when we got our GameCube, favorite game was Smash. Mm-hmm. Though I'm really bad at it. <laughs> well, I love it, though. Yeah, I wasn't the greatest. Like, I... Obviously, with my brothers and sisters, I was pretty dang good. But then mm -hmm. when I went to college and started playing with other people, holy crap, did I realize just how bad I was in comparison to some of those guys who just play it all the time. Yeah, I, I think a lot, because I had that problem when I went to college, um, a lot of them went to tournaments and they just practiced, so they yeah. were just good. Yep. <laughs> it was it was always uh, me, uh, my roommate, and another person. We do like four players, and we like all have to team up on this guy just so that one of us could win, because <laughs> he was yeah. just that good. Like I, t I was told I was pretty good with um, original Smash, but yeah, when I got, what was that? When they came out with like, I never played, I played actually, you know what? I played Smash Ultimate once. Um, not really a big fan of it. Uh, mm -hmm. mostly because they nerfed Marth. Gotcha. Uh, but what was the one on Wii? I'm trying to think of what the one on Wii was called. think of what it's called but okay well this smash on Wii uh I played that a lot yeah at least at the college because that's what everybody was playing on occasion people right. would bring in their Wii's and GameCubes and we'd play brawl um not actual brawl on the Wii it was um it's a modded brawl gotcha because they don't have like brawl or on the GameCube right Mm -mm. Yeah, that's what I thought. So we would play uh, original Smash on GameCube, Brawl on Wii, and then Super Smash Bros. Mm -hmm. Super Smash Bros. Um, no? Oh, not Wii. Wii U. That's what it was. Oh, gotcha. 
super yeah, Super Smash Bros. Oh sweet, okay. Just trying to Ooh. Yeah, and then I recently got I mean I'm super into fighting games even though I'm not the greatest. Yeah. The Dragon Ball uh series of game of fighting games are a lot of fun. I played those growing up on like the PlayStation Two. Mm. Yeah. I did like um. There was one of them. It you fought. I can't remember what it was called, but you fought Cell in it. Uh. It was a Dragon Ball game. For PlayStation Two, Budokai. Any of the Budokai, Budokai Tenkaichi? Yeah, yeah. It was the. I just don't remember which one it was. Yeah. That's fair. I have a terrible memory. Like I can't remember anything. And half the time, like I, I think I'm listening, and then they'll be like, "Did you hear me say this?" And I was like, "No," and everyone's like, "Yeah, they said that," and I was like, "Oh." oh. My bad. It was just the first one. Oh, gotcha. It was just Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Gotcha. I, and I remember we played through it. We were doing playthroughs of each, like, level. So, like, normal, easy, like, easy, normal, hard. And we got, we were playing the hardest. We got to the cell fight. And I think it was me, myself, my sister, and then two of our cousins. And we were just passing the controller between us every time somebody lost. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin got so mad at me. He was actually he actually cried because I beat him. He's like, "You just spammed one one ability. That's not fair." And he went and told his mom. It's like, "That's what you're crying about." <laughs> Don't go away from me. Oh my goodness. Like, but yeah, he was so mad. It's like you spammed one ability. That is why you got the kill. <laughs> Oh, cousins. It worked. Yeah, I mean, if, if it works, it works, right? So. What about you, Cody? What was uh, the first video game you remember playing? Oh, uh. Mine. I did play the Crash series on the PS1. Uh huh. Um, I had this. We had a PS1, but we couldn't really afford games, so I played a demo um, of a bunch of different games. Oh, like did you have one of those Raider, CDs that had, yeah. like, all the different video games on them? The demos? Yeah, like a bunch of different demos. Ah, I see. Uh, yeah, so I played a lot of those for a while. Um, but I guess the first game I ever took seriously was probably, like, SOCOM. Have you ever played SOCOM? What is that? I mean, it's a third-person shooter. Uh, build is, like, a tactical shooter. Um, and it came out... I don't know if it was right around the same time as counter-strike but kind of the same concept all the guns kill you kind of thing except there's a, a third person camera and it, you could play it online on the playstation huh interesting so, yeah you had to buy like i mean the ps2 had that little modem adapter that you could buy and then you would play that game online but i also played n64 goldeneye back in the day when that i've was heard out. of that never played it but i did hear about it it was pretty it started popular the the oh my god stop peeking at my screen revolution where you had that co-op on the same screen and <laughs> and you had the in that game you couldn't move and shoot so like it was a really big advantage to like screen peeking because you could 
wait around the corner for someone to come around the corner. Yep. And, like, kill yep. Him. So. I remember the whole screen peeking problem for a lot of games, actually. Yeah. We used to have some fights about that. <laughs> yep, yep. You were looking at my screen. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was looking at your screen earlier, figured out what direction you were probably going to go. <laughs> uh, I wasn't looking when I killed you. Yeah, but you're looking at it before. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Remember that. Oh, man. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's talk about our favorite Magic the Gathering set and why it's our favorite. I don't know, I don't think we talked about this yet before on the other episodes. Um, I think my favorite set would have to be Theros. Um, it's when I was starting to get serious about Magic the Gathering um, when they started introducing gods into cre- as a creature type, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is the most powerful, this is going to be the most powerful being in Magic the Gathering, and they're making them into cards, like, this is insane, and, uh, I just loved the, the whole idea behind it, and thought it was crazy, um, and got me super hyped into Magic, and, uh, yeah. Now I have uh, Ironi Rose in my uh, Boros White Red Heroic Enchantment deck um, because I loved the idea of having gods and magic. So, okay. Um, I'm trying to think what set she come out. Um, I guess my favorite set was Commander 2018, uh, mostly because Estra dropped. Uh, the only downside, because, I mean, I was still playing enchantments, and at the time, I was trying to get a Greater Oromancer, uh, so downside, Greater Oromancer shot up, like, 30 bucks, so it's like, that's depression. Yep. <laughs> and I think it was... Yeah. That's and fair. Then, and then, it kind of settled and then it dropped 30 bucks it's like ooh, and then it drops some more and i was like hmm i still couldn't buy it because bills and whatnot yeah but like some friends they bought actually a few greater oromancers because some people just have money yeah i hate those people (laughs) how dare they have money (laughs) yeah i mean they were right to do so because it ended up going back up and then dropping back down. But yeah, they were like it's it's dropped significantly. Yeah, I get that. Times where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the best time to buy this certain thing, but I can't because I don't mm-hmm. have money. <laughs> it's yeah, the worst feeling. Yeah. One of the worst feelings. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about you, you Cody? Mine's uh well I don't know I really like Theros because the Pokey lands, they're my favorite lands like by far. Oh really? Yeah, I just 
I just think it looks so cool, and I don't know. But I guess one of my favorite cards is um, in Magic 2014. They had the Bog Brew cards. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember those. Yeah, that was like my first. Festering experience. Newton, Bog Brew Witch, or whatever it was. Is that yeah, the one? And Bubbling Cauldron. And Bubbling Cauldron. Dude, I remember those. And I I made a deck with those and, like, I think Grey Merchant of Asphodel and some other... Dude, like, that's a good card. But uh, it was the first deck I ever, like, homebrewed on my own. And I remember kind of doing it at the card shop on the spot. Like, I found Bogbrew Witch and was like, oh, what about those other cards? What does that do? And then, you know, the guy was really patient <laughs> with me, thankfully, and like, me. let me, like, showed me some other stuff that might work with it and... Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I made it, and then I kicked my brother's ass, like, over and over again for <laughs> Nice. Like, four months, I think, before he was able to... He, that that was a deck that actually made him go and spend all that money on... Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> tired of losing, you know? Yeah, um, actually, that's how I, how I ended up becoming a spike and getting into CDH. Um, mm. My playgroup most of the playgroup is casual and uh at the time we only had five people five spikes um what's a spike so I, um they play to win oh okay yeah. so like um not play to have fun play to win <laughs> that's their fun yeah they're having fun when they're winning if they're not winning the game's not good So, like, a spike is, like, the dude in the card shop who has, like, a lot of proxies? Mm, um, not necessarily. Uh, I know, like, my group, we did definitely proxy, but we were just making sure that it would actually work. Because what we, we were only allowed to proxy for testing, and if we knew for sure that we were going to buy this item, or buy that card. Like okay. that was that was the ruling for our playgroup, um, but spikes, they're they're the whales of magic. Um, they're the ones with they, all the money that are like not, can afford the best. Not necessarily. Um, they probably can't because a lot of this because we're in college, so we couldn't afford it. But we found the money to get it anyway. Right. So they spent. They took money from other places and spent it on magic instead. To make sure that they had the best deck. Jeez. That yep. for the most part is consistently winning. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like I had a deck uh, that was worth $1,600. Mostly because land base. Yeah. And the fact that at the time I was playing enchantments and or artifacts. So they're just expensive. Yeah. Yep. I actually that's a lot of the crazy decks is like ninety percent of the is like land base and like mm -hmm. minor cards. I think our playgroup really struggles with that. Like we fight really hard. We have this huge ban list and it's kinda like there's four of us and if three of you people agree like nah you ain't doing that and we ain't doing that. We got like a just a lot of cards that you just if you you're we just don't play with them really because we i don't know we all get frustrated we have like uh like no we're, we're weird we don't like we don't really like proxies like if 
if we have like someone new to the group that comes in with them, we're like, yeah, you can play, dude, it's fine. But like, it the only thing we really hate is like, I guess the spike, I guess that comes along with like the, the deck full of proxies, and then it's of course like all every card that he has proxied is like thousands of dollars, and you're like, it's not really fun yeah. as a as like you know like a kind of a group of casuals, and then you have like some dude come in with. If if he actually paid for the cards, it's like ten thousand dollars worth of magic cards, you know. And you're like, I don't. This isn't fun for <laughs> us, you know. Like, we mostly play with what we pull. Like we, right? Yeah. You know, like like we do buy singles, but it's pretty rare when it happens. I mean, I was honestly gonna drop money on a tundra, and a friend was like, "Don't." <laughs> Your friend should stop you because there's like there's uh like one of the dudes at our card shop, he he doesn't have a car. Like that, one of his decks is thirteen thousand dollars. Jeez, that's so why he like, doesn't have a car. <laughs> so he's yeah, he's like he's getting rides to the card shop, and then it's like, brother, man, you gotta. I mean, at the time I had a job and everything, so it's just like I had the money, right? Uh, but also because cost of living in Minnesota versus New York is significantly less. Yeah. That's but also fair. Just, they were they were just like, don't do it. It's like, yeah, but it's a good card. It's it's good. It's not that good. Stop. Save your money. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But my wallet, it calls to me. Spend me. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ready for uh, some more packs? Definitely. So I'm gonna open another jump start. Um, this Wait. one. What was that? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I was, I was. No, nothing, nothing. Okay. Um, I'm gonna open another one. This one says predatory on it. Hmm. Um, I can show you guys through the camera. Oh wait, so with the jump start, because you said the other one said doctor. Never yeah. thought about it. There's the revitalize in there. It just heals you. The cards in there. Because the revitalize, uh, I'm pretty sure you gain three life. And you might draw a card. Um. Yeah. Basically, I I know that they. So what hap? They like have cards there. So the 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 packs are built in a way that you can put two together or three together and make a playable deck. That's how they're built, if that makes sense. No, but you said that it said Doctor on it. Well, Revitalize heals you, and then you draw a card. Um, what was that? The Cleric healed you. Was there any other cards in there that gained life? So That's we have... Um, moment of Heroism, a two-cost instant. Target creature gets plus two, plus two, and gains lifelink until end of turn. Angel yeah. of Mercy, five cost. When Angel of Mercy enters the battlefield, you gain three life. Yeah, so they they are packs. Yeah, revitalize, you gain three life, draw a card. So they, they all work together well uh, to do something. And you can put them together to make, make decks that work. Does that make sense? Like, well, but it sounds like... Cause... What I'm getting at is it sounds like it's having something to do with what the front cart would Yeah, like yeah, here. exactly. And so I'm assuming that... They're, they're pre... 
your predatory cards might either be stuff, I don't know, like that deal damage, maybe buff, I don't know. Probably buff, because it's, it's yeah. mono green. This pack's mono green. Okay. So we have Truffle Snout, a three cost 2-2, um, two -two, which says when it is battlefield, uh, choose one. Put a plus one plus one counter on Truffle Snout, um, or, or you gain three li gain four life. Mm -hmm. Sabretooth Mauler, four cost three three. At the beginning of your end step, if a creature died this turn, put a plus one plus one counter on Sabretooth Mauler and untap it. So yeah. So it's buffing. Yeah, buffing. Crushing Canopy. Uh, Dawn Treader Elk, Maruder's Axe, Thriving Grove. Time to feed. Ginger brute. Forest, 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 forest. Fungal rebirth, for uncommon. It says return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. If a creature died this turn, create two one one green sapperling creature tokens. Right there. Whoa. Hold on, just one moment. Give it a sec. <laughs> Come on now. It's trying to focus. There it is. If a creature died this turn. It's a three drop? Yeah. So then we have Somberwald Stag. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I know, it doesn't want to. When it ETBs, oh, it fights creature you don't control. And how much is that? Oh, it's a drop. Yeah, pretty expensive. Five, five for four, three. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, it fights something, assuming whatever it fights doesn't kill it. Right. Brindle Shoat. Two cost one one when it when it dies create a three three green bar creature token which isn't bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Irresistible prey, a one cost one mono green sorcery. Target creature must be blocked this turn if able. Draw a card. Let me see if I can get. Come on. And then, this is a pretty good one. For our rare, we have Thrag Tusk. Swag Tusk. Thrag Tusk. So it's a, what is it? A 5 drop, 5 3. When it ETBs, you gain 5. When it lives, you get a 3 3. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. Okay. Wait, did that say common? No, it's a rare. Okay. <laughs> did that say common? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, that's pretty good for a common. Nani? <laughs> <laughs> Nani? Can't. Can't help it. Um, let me. 
And now we get to open our Commander Legends pack, which is going to be exciting. The lands in this, in a uh, Jumpstart, are actually like minimum dollar a piece. Just the normal lands, which is kind of cool. They're actually worth a lot more than I thought they'd be. Um. Do this. Move these over here. Right there. Right there. 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 And now we have our Commander Legends. You guys ready for this? Mm -hmm. What do you think we'll get? Hull Breacher. Oh, gosh, I hope not. <laughs> That's to be illegal. Champion of Flame. Disgusting. Forceful Denial. Haunted Cloak. Crimson Fleet Commodore. Aqueous Form. I like that card. Deviant Salvager. Mm -hmm. Supernatural Stamina. Fire Diamond. Squad Captain. Wildheart Invoker. Elvish Doomsayer. Workshop Assistant. For our Uncommons, we have Daring Saboteur. It's a 2 cost, 2 1. Uh, blue, uh, you can pay 2, and a blue Daring Saboteur can't be blocked this turn. Whenever Daring Saboteur deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card if you do discard a card. Faith's Fetters. 4 drop uh, Enchantment Aura, that's white. Enchant Permanent. When Faith's Fetters enters the battlefield, uh, you gain 4 life. Enchanted Permanent can't attack or block, and its activated abilities can't be activated unless they are mana abilities. Patron of the Valiant, 5-drop, 4-4 four, four Flying Angel, uh, White Flying Angel. When Patron of the, of the Valiant enters the battlefield, put a plus-on-plus-on counter on each creature you control with a plus-on-plus-on counter on it. Oh, we got a Mythic. Port Razor. Hey, that's a good one. Extra attackness. Come on now. There it is. Why don't you read that out for, out loud for us, Queenie? Uh, whenever Port Razor deals combat damage to a player, untap each creature you control. After this combat phase, there's an additional combat phase. Uh, Port Razor can attack a player if it has already attacked this turn. It's a five drop. Three generic, two red. Pretty good. There's a sphinx that lets you take extra turns to extra attacks. Uh, she's legendary, but she can't attack the second time. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Uh, neither can he. I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure she's Azorius. Yeah. Uh. We have Siani, Eye of the Storm. Fiddle. Come on now. Let me get out of the way. <gasps> there we go. Flying whenever it uh, attacks, right? Scry X, where X is the number of attacking creatures with flying, and it has partner. 3 2. Abomination of Lanawar. Lanawar? L4, Vigilance, Menace, 3 cost. Uh, 
It's power and toughness are each equal to the number of elves you control plus the number of elf cards in your graveyard. We have a staunch throne guard. These these foils are Pringles. Holy cow. Yeah, welcome to Caldheim. Um they're Pringles. Let me, let me see, let me see. We're, oh my gosh. Yeah, they're bad. Um you might wanna get that if you have hard cases, because what is that? One of my Jaces, it was from I'm trying to think what set it was from. Masters. And we got a Prismatic Piper. Yeah, Masters 25 set. I had a Jace the Mind Sculptor from that set. Uh -huh. Um, if you have if you have a hard case, you might want to stick it in there, because I know um depends if if they make if they use the bad foiling, they would uh, curl up, and there was no way you're selling those. Yeah, that's fair. So we got Prismatic Piper. That was a really good pull though. Port Ranger. Mm -hmm. How much is that? I'm curious. He's not. He's not too expensive, I don't think. You should have Queenie. You should have been here for the last, uh, the last recording, our last podcast, because I pulled the tiny bones from Jumpstart, and let me tell you, they are not cheap. And as I was trying to put it in the sleeve for the camera, I dropped it, <laughs> and uh, I just about died. It's $2.74. Gotcha. Hey, bait. They made a lot of them. That's the problem. Gotcha. A mythic is a mythic, though. It's a pretty good one. Ugh, gross. It's extra attacks for pirates. It's perfect. Yep. Oh, no, I was talking about tiny bones. It's gross. Oh, yeah. I hate playing against... I'm... <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. But you know what? You know what? Tiny bones isn't as bad as Turgrid. Turgrid should be banned. I Turgrid is so annoying. Holy cow. Especially when people just make decks just just around Turgrid. Yep. His existence is just to get like make everyone sacrifice and discard. It's yeah. so annoying. While making your board insane. Yep. Yeah. It like, is terrible. Yeah, I was playing with someone's like they didn't play a lot of creatures. Literally, their only creature was um, Turgrid, for the most part. Jeez. And they just played a whole bunch of sacrifice and discard spells. So, I mean, if they never played... They literally said, if you don't want to have to deal with Turgrid, remove Turgrid. <laughs> interesting. I have, like, a playset of Turgrid. Uh, IRL. What, what do I have? I have a... Uh... I can tell you right now. I have. Here's my black. Let's see. Let's turn back the page. Okay, so I have two normal turgrids, um, regular versions, and then I have. 
Come on, where are you? They're, out, they're over here in the back. And then I have a regular foil turgrid, and then a full art turgrid, non-foil. So, I got all the turgrids. I'm not going to use them. <laughs> but, uh, yep. And then we got a small thrill token at the back end of that pack. So, kind of to close this out, uh, Queenie, I was curious what your favorite commander deck to play is. Um... Actually, you know what? It's um, I mean, it's 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 a brown deck when I drop Mycosynth Lattice, but um, it's a deck that I drafted from a cube. Oh. Uh, it's it's a Golos deck. I see. Yeah. Do you play it on Cockatrice, or is this an IRL deck that you uh, use? On, on Cockatrice. Gotcha. I, I don't have cards yet until I'm in a better position to rebuy cards. Yeah, that's I'm fair. Probably, I'm probably going to be starting out with, because um, right now, just with funds, I can't get singles. So I'm probably, if I do start back buying magic, I'm going to probably get uh, fat packs. They're not called fat packs anymore. They're uh, booster packs. They're, They're bundles, not. I thought. Bundles, yeah. I remember when. Yeah, I've been around for a while. Yeah, I remember they were, when they were fat packs too. I don't know why they changed it. Called, you said they're called bundles. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know what? Let's ask Google why they're not. From someone who has bought one recently, I would know. Because the name isn't ever an explanation for this. It seems like adding one booster and giving it a whole new name is a bit silly. Oh! What? This is why they were called Fat Packs. It was literally called Fat Packs. Oh. Oh. Uh huh. Did you see it? Yeah. Weird. That's cool. That is cool. It was from uh, yeah. At a time, they were literally called fat packs, and then yeah, and some people they feel like it's it's more it makes more sense for them to call it a bundle. When I first saw that picture, I was like, is that fireworks? <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I still call them fat packs. Just like, I, there's no way I'm calling it a bundle. Yeah. I have spent a, most of my life, or most of the life, most of the time that I was playing Magic. Because I've been playing for t over 10 years. 
calling it fat packs mm-hmm. and you're telling me now i have to call it something else right <laughs> nah fam um any closing remarks between the two of you oh right you know i never even finished answering the question um oh you didn't my apologies I guess my favorite deck. Oh wait, yeah, I did. I lied. It was the Golos deck. Yeah, I thought so. Ah, <laughs> uh, what about y'all's? What are y'all's favorite decks you have? So on the last podcast, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, oh. mine was uh my Iroas got a victory commander deck, my Boros heroic enchantment, um. I love that one a lot, so it's really fun. And yours? Uh... <sighs> Are you okay, Cody? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. <laughs> Moving stuff around. I, uh, yours was an I... Orzhov. It was white-black, wasn't it? Yeah, mine was Orzhov. I have a deck with Lisa that's kind of just like pretty awesome that I like to play. Usually when I lose, I still kind of have a good time, so it's like a good indicator. Yeah. Uh, but I also have my Carter Doom Scourge deck, which my playgroup is lovingly called Second Place because <laughs> uh, it's really, really bad at 1v1s. Um, yeah. But I can literally force everyone to kill each other. And usually there's <laughs> one guy left with a really good board state that just wipes the floor with me. But it frustrates other people because it's like he forces, he literally forces you, he goads everyone. I don't know if that's your, if you're up to date on the, the new stuff. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, I know. So he's got goad um, when he enters the battlefield. Um, so it's like him and then just a variety of ways to make him continuously enter the battlefield. Uh, combined with like a bunch of other cards that you know like there's target enchantments that go specific creatures and i usually like to put that on you know like my opponent's key pieces to make them attack with them yeah makes sense like so when i said i don't look at spoilers i just don't look at spoilers eventually i see the cards (laughs) (laughs) but it's like kind of like that um i have some really ridiculous card i have uh God, when I remember the name of this card. Uh, let's see. Like, I have invasion plans, which makes each creature block when able. Got, mm-hmm. like, um, just, like, I don't know, cool, hilarious stuff in there that just makes it extra funny. I have captive audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think it's one of the few decks that you can run. Oh, God. It's a uh, red-black but or it's Rakdos, but it makes it speeds up a game like a lot it halves your health at the start and you can't gain life the start of each upkeep each player loses half their life oh geez Uh, so that's harsh so yeah like i'll play that and then i'll play my commander so no one can attack me and then they all have to go around losing half their health dang that's the only that's the only card i really um usually win if i get that card i can play it and then just kind of play around their hilarity and say sorry you know like i have blood moon in there <laughs> oh dear <laughs> um i have uh. revel and riches so like i could play that make everyone attack each other and then it's havoc festival that's what the card's called 
players mm. can't gain life, and at the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player loses half his or her life rounded up. Jeez. So, yeah, like, I'll play that, and then that's, like, the quickest commander game you've ever played, really. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. At least in multiplayer, like, format. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I typically always get second place because there aren't a whole lot of ways to for me to actually, like, win the game. It's more just, like, hilarity and stupid stuff to just do fun stuff. I don't know. Just to have fun. Um, well, very yeah, cool. I, I'm working on a new deck right now. I kind of really want to do Sphinxes. I still am on that. I'm still on that idea. I just like do it, man. Just haven't had time to sit down. I I may try to make one in Cockatrice later, but that kind of depressing for me sometimes. Do it. Watch out. We'll have to. Really... You have to build it, and then we can play. That'd be fun. Kind of um, test it out and see. I'll get it. I'll get it built probably tonight. I think I'll make a. If I can't, if I can't come up with anything really good, I'll make a meh one. You know. Uh -huh. can... That's fair. All right, um, Queenie, where can people find you on the internet? I'm on Discord. Well, I have my Twitch. I am meaning to get back into streaming. Uh, and oh, fluff, fluff, fluff. And uh, that can be found at. So, I mean, I can be found on Twitch. Gotcha. Uh, eventually, I'll get back into streaming, but at twitch.tv uh, backslash O underscore F-O Queenie. Um, and then I'm on Discord. Uh, yeah. I have an interesting tag. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, so, I mean, you'd have to... Um, the tag is on my... It is on my Twitch. You'd have to copy and paste it. Yeah. But yeah. They can do that. And what about you, uh, Dustin? Or not Dustin. Shoot, I keep calling you Sonic. For some reason. It's almost it's like your okay. brothers or you're almost like brothers or something and sound just a little similar. <laughs> I'm I'm on Twitch. Uh I'm on League same same name. I'm on League of Legends as Pineapple Prime. Um and I'll play with anybody, I don't care. So very cool. Thank you guys so much for joining my podcast, and hopefully uh, we'll see who's on next week, but uh, that's always a surprise even for me. So <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for joining, and I'll catch you guys next time. Yep. I Bye. Have fun, man. <laughs>